This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. Because it's 6.54 here on the Blitz 1170, recording Scott File, joined, as we are by uh, every Wednesday, by the head football coach at Broken Arrow, Josh Blankenship. Josh, last week we talked about what you wanted to accomplish on the bye week, so this week let's ask, how did it go? Uh, we had a really good week. Um, you know, we like you and I talked last week, we had – an idea of what we wanted to get done during that week, and uh, and we we got it done. So really pleased. Yeah, all right. So let's let's remind people what it is you really wanted to work on. Uh, we had two things in mind, and we're focused on it was get better and have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I know that sounds kind of silly or cliche, but that it was that simple for us. So we went to work on Monday, uh, put in a really uh, hard long one on Tuesday. Same thing on Wednesday. Uh, Thursday, we, uh, Boosh Club helped us get them organized and we took them out to main event and just kind of had some pizza and played games for a couple hours. And then, uh, Friday we had, uh, kind of our first practice focused on Southmore. And so it was, uh, it was a productive week. Um, you know, guys got to, you know, eligibility kind of gets kicked up, um, you know, that about that week also. And so it was a good reminder time with that bye week to, to really, lockdown on our schoolwork and, and what we got to do to make sure we're eligible to play on Friday nights. And so it was just a good opportunity to refocus, reset, and go do those things of getting better and, and enjoying it also. You know, you bring up two great points there. I want to get to the part about having fun. But you mentioned eligibility. We, we hear it in college, of course. We don't hear it as much in football as we used to in high school. Remind people what kids have to do to stay eligible. Uh, well, there's there's two – Two major facets. You've got your uh, long-term eligibility, so your carryover from the semester before. Um, so you you've got to pass. Uh, uh, you know, if you fail two or more classes from the previous semester, you're going to be what we call a six-week casualty, um, where you're you're out for six weeks. Hopefully, you don't have uh, any of those or very many of those. And then uh, then you've got your week-to-week eligibility. So um, after you get get into uh, school a couple weeks they'll start taking point grades weekly um you know if you're failing any classes then you're going to put on probation for one week if you're still filling a class when the grades get pulled the next week also uh then you'll be ineligible for the next week um so we we're we're in the middle of that um you know having somebody ineligible on a bye week is is not a uh hopefully it's a wake-up call not a um you know a detrimental thing um but got a lot of guys that you know are in high school ball maybe for the first time or and so eligibility being a very real thing um you know they got a taste of that last week and and we got to we got to work on that as well yeah josh blankenship with us head football coach at broken era here at 657 on the blitz 1170 again you can text the question at 918-262-5072 scott file yeah i want to go back to the bye week real quickly because of the roster and so many young players that you're playing right now. Was this one of the most important bye weeks that you've had in your coaching career? It probably felt like it. Um, you know, I, I hadn't had any, you know, the bye week in high school is kind of new to me, you know, since I've, I've been back. So this was the third one. Um, you know, the first one was kind of a catch your breath. Here we go. Um, you know, getting ready for district and last year probably felt similar. Yeah. This year, definitely, you know, having such, like you said, a, an inexperienced young team, um, it really made uh, that dynamic of our team really made 
fall camp seem even shorter. Um, so then getting to kind of reset after going through three three very hard games um, of uh, and you know kind of going through a week knowing very well who we are now. Um, you know, you'd like to think you you know have a good idea going into the season, but um, sometimes it takes going through some you know real adversity to kind of really pinpoint what those uh, strengths and weaknesses are. And so it was. It was very much needed, and and it was very important. So you got what you done what you needed to do. I want to get back just quickly before we get into Southmore. To you talked about having fun. It's certainly important to do that. Winning is fun, and so when you're winning, you coach guys harder. And and you I mean you certainly still have to do some things for your team, but not as much. When when you're you know when you have a young group and when things aren't going quite the way you want in wins and losses, you do have to keep fun in this game. Is that always front of mind for you, Josh? Because I know you're a pretty serious dude who's thinking about football all the time. But you got to keep them also. I guess I don't want to say entertained, but there's got to be a light side, right? Yeah, definitely not entertained, and, and light is even uh, kind of a uh, that's, there's some nuance there too. <laughs> um, it's, there's a difference between having fun and being silly. There's a difference between um, enjoying the work um, and uh, you know being goofy. Um, you know, you can be very serious about what you're doing and absolutely love going to work with your teammates and your brothers. And so, if you can mix in some Throw in some pizza, um, which for those big guys is really that that puts a lot of joy uh, in their hearts and other places. So it's uh, you know, you just throw some food in there, and and it's uh, it's not about what we're doing; it's that we're just doing it together, you know. And um, you know, when these guys leave the facility, you know, we don't follow them around and to tell them who to hang out with. So you know, having a couple of things here and there where. Uh, maybe some of those young guys get to hang out with some of those seniors in a setting that maybe they wouldn't um, if it wasn't structured. Um, you know, it's, it's good for the it's good for the team. Yeah, uh, I'm glad you. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you put it in your terms because I couldn't figure out a way to put it, which is not unusual because <laughs> I'm not that smart. All right, so let's get into Southmore here. They're an 0 three football team too. They have struggled a little bit, but they do have some weapons. What do you see from them on film that uh, you think they're best at? Uh, I think they're really good at throwing the ball. Um, they've got a quarterback that uh, he, he's really got, um, I guess, vision would be the, probably the best word to explain it. Like, uh, they, they don't they don't protect him awfully well, um, but he's he's found a knack for buying time and uh, knowing where to drop a ball uh, based on, you know, the coverage he catches you in. Um, and then he's got the receivers that can run, go get it. Um, so he's got some really good chemistry with those guys, and he, he's used to kind of buying time for himself and then putting the ball in spots where only they can get it. Um, so very, very dangerous. Uh, they've got a, a pretty good screen game um, because, you know, they kind of bait you into wanting to go after that quarterback, and then, then you send the house, and then they'll drop a slip screen or a tunnel screen. And and um, and they know, they know what, they, what they are, and uh, they're committed to doing what they can do to – um, be as competitive as, as they can and um, you know but they they pl- clearly playing with a lot of pride um, the three games I've seen them they've every game come out and you could put it up in the fourth quarter or the first quarter and you couldn't tell the difference by how they're playing yeah that's important there's no question about it but you know it's a you everybody wants to win you need to win uh, there's no question about it getting one on the road like this and you know kind of getting into district play which we all know is different if you can get this one, what can it mean for your team, you think, especially on that nice bus ride home? 
Oh, uh, it's just uh, you know, celebrating a win is is why you do this. Uh, I want to be singing and and hooping and hollering in the locker room, and it makes going back to work uh, even easier. It makes taking hard coaching even easier um, when you get rewarded for all the work that you've done. I mean, there's no better adrenaline shot. There's no better medicine than than a dub, and uh, celebrating that. So uh, then you go back, and then this one counts, and then the points yeah. matter, and and all the factors of district play come in. Yeah, it starts to get a little bit hairy. And that whole district points is we we kind of had clarified that one before about how you have to win by a certain amount to, to build up points. All that stuff's important because in the end of the day, Josh, no matter what's happened thus far, it's all about getting to the playoffs, right? That's it, man. And and these kids do have that uh, burned on their, their minds is uh, we want to be playing our best football going into the playoffs. And so uh, that has to imply that we're in the playoffs and we're, we've got the best seed possible. You know, at least the good news is I I uh, actually looked at this wrong. I thought you guys were down there. At least you're at home. And, uh, it's, yep, at home. We'd love to play well in front of our home crowd. Yeah, sure. it's always nice to be at home. Josh, we appreciate it. Thanks. I'm glad the off week, or pardon me, the bye week went well. And uh, I'm, I'm sure those offensive linemen were very happy in their tummies about the pizza. Nicely done. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Rick. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.